What an honor it is every year to do this. This is the first year we've done it at lunchtime because of my new hours, noon to 2, and I'm happy uh, to be here at this uh, hour of the day. It's just a lot easier than in the morning, and the lunch is very civilized, I think. Breakfast was great, too. Anything's great here at Joe Muir Seafood in the Renaissance Center. Thanks to Joe and Rosalie Vicari and uh, brother John Vicari and the whole team here. And our WJR team, starting with Ann, who came up with the idea 13 years ago. This is our 13th annual uh, Women Who Leave. We broadcast every one of them. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to uh, announce and welcome our next honoree for the 2023 Women Who Lead. Please welcome Dr. Nishta Sarin. Thank you, Paul. It's nice to have you here. It's an honor to be here. I, I want to tell our listeners that this young woman is an interventional cardiologist at Ascension Medical Group in Saginaw. She graduated Harvard Medical School with high honors. She trained for interventional cardiology at Mount Sinai Medical Center in New York, receiving a master's degree in public health from the University of Nevada, selected as a representative for the American College of Cardiology, currently serving as the medical director of the Ascension Women Heart Center at Providence Southfield and bringing this role to Ascension St. Mary's in Saginaw. We are not worthy, doctor. <laughs> Congratulations, and God bless you for turning your talents into something that can help thousands of other people. Thank you, Paul. Um, it's absolutely an honor being here. I was listening to all the wonderful women who are here, and it's extremely inspiring. Um, but it doesn't take a person to do all of this or to accomplish uh, improvement in heart health in women. It takes a village, if I may. Oh, there you are. The old uh, Hillary line, it takes a village. I like the line, just not the person who gave it. But anyway, um, <laughs> you think I'm going to now, after all these years, not be honest? Um, I've met her several times, okay? I like her husband. I'm not big on all of his politics, but he's a very likable guy. She did not learn that skill from him. Anyway, <laughs> Dr. Nishta Serene, back to the serious conversation here, and that is this. Why did it take us so long in medicine to realize that women were having heart problems just as much as men? Why, why was that missed? So the problem, what's very interesting is that we've known about it. The bigger problem is why did it take us this long to start to make the change? Um, from the time we entered this room to the time all of us leave, 120 women would have died from heart disease. Heart disease is the biggest killer of women in the United States. It's a bigger killer than breast cancer. It's a six times bigger killer than breast cancer. Why? We've known about this for years. And the problem is the gaps, the, the numbers have not changed. And one of the issues that you know, we started to look at when we thought about improving heart health in women was as to what are the reasons. Um, one of the reasons is lack of advocacy. Um, and in today's world, if you don't have an advocate, you really don't exist. You need somebody to stand up and start speaking for you. Um, we started with the first center for women heart health that looked at heart disease in women and tried to address the issues that disproportionately affect women more compared to men. The first center was at Ascension Providence in Southfield 
And over the time of 18 months, we have three additional centers. The second one in Borges, the third one in St. John in Detroit, and the fourth one in Saginaw. Mm. Four centers serving each corner so that the care that we want to deliver is brought to their doorstep. The point, Paul, is to not let this be a luxury for every woman. If this is such a big killer, this care should be at their doorstep as a necessity available to them. Absolutely. If you said 120 women will die from the moment we came into this room to the moment we leave, that is astonishing. Is this possibly, Dr. Serene, one of the reasons you chose to go into this field? You looked at this inequity, this problem that you say we've known about for a long time but didn't do anything about until recently. Well, the, my going into cardiology um, was actually a choice that I made very young in life after, after spending some time with my dad, who's a pediatrician. Um, but my dad and mom had a lot to do with uh, destitutes back home in India, with orphans and with widows. And I knew I wanted to do something for people who were disproportionately not getting the care. But the Women Heart Health actually came in during my um, rotations and my learning of the field of medicine and cardiology. So it was an evolution over time. So you, you discovered it after you already decided uh, with the guidance of your successful parents to do the same. Uh, performing interventional cardiology procedures, helping prevent heart attacks and strokes, uh, including opening clogged coronary arteries. Do you feel strongly that we are close to or at a point right now where we can prevent heart attacks? Um, unfortunately, we're not close. A lot of work needs to be done. This is just the beginning. Uh, Paul, it's not going to be one person, one organization, um, or um, one group that can make a change. We have to do it together. Um, if every single person in this room today looks at one woman that they love and see, have we done everything for them? Have we actually thought about their health at any point? that would be the message that is going to start to make that difference. Well, you have a, a CEO of Henry Ford Health and, uh, and, and Bob Riney, who's working very hard on a new hospital that we all are going to help chip in on. And, and for good heart health, I, I, I suspect you're paying very close attention to this, Robert, um, because you're right. It's not going to be one person. It's not going to be one organization. It's going to be all of you coming together. But you do need our support. Now, I'm not just talking about our interest and our financial help. You need our support, and very specifically in this case with what we're talking about, you need women to advocate for themselves far better than men ever have and come and see the doctor and, and not ignore warning signs that might be different from, for women than they are for men. What warning signs that any of the people in my audience on the radio, on WJR, or here in this room, that they might see or, or notice that they may not know could mean they should go see someone about their heart. Can you share those? Absolutely. So the, the definition of heart attack that we know, the chest pain going to the jaw, going to the arm, going to the back, 95% of people who were studied in those trials where they came up with this were men. Heart attack in women can just be dizziness, can be lightheadedness, can be palpitations, can be shortness of breath, can be just feeling tired. Um, a lot of women have these multiple symptoms and for years uh, have been diagnosed with psychological problems, psychiatric problems. 77% um, of women have, even they have a diagnosis of POTS, end up in a mental hospital before they get diagnosed. They have to see an average of seven physicians before being diagnosed with the condition and being treated. Today still? Today still. I have a patient in my clinic 
who got diagnosed with POTS, and now finally she has returned to work after 19 years of not being able to work. Wow, that's just incredible. We do have a long way to go. We do, and if you think there is a problem, advocate for yourself, see the physicians, get your answers. Thank you for what you do advocating for all of us. Uh, just another special woman and a special reason that Dr. Nishta Sareen is another of our 2023 Women Who Lead. Thank you. God bless you, doctor. Thank you. Thank you. We continue on WJR.